Welcome to Straight Up Small Business, the podcast for startup and scaling up entrepreneurs who are ready to take their business to the next level of profit. I'm Beck Buchanan, an accountant turned virtual bookkeeping business owner. I'm super passionate about small business and helping entrepreneurs fall in love with their numbers in order to achieve their goals. If you ever feel confused, unsure, or overwhelmed about the financial side of your business, then you've come to the right place. This podcast covers bookkeeping, finance, and small business topics discussed in a straight-up way. My goal for each bite-sized episode is to inform and inspire you to make the next best decision in your business, backed by financial know-how, so you can create the business of your dreams. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes, and let's dive in. Before we kick off, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the Bundjalung Nation, whose country I am on while recording this episode. I respect their elders from the past, present, and those emerging as the traditional custodians of this beautiful land. So wherever you're listening to this today, I acknowledge the lands on which you are and those First Nations people who lived and worked there for over 70,000 years. Welcome to episode 56 of the Straight Up Small Business Podcast. I am so glad that you decide to join me for this episode. I want to talk to you about the things you need to consider when paying yourself through your business or taking money out of your business generally, because the way we take money out of our businesses has differing implications, namely for tax, depending on what business structure we're operating under. I feel like I've said all of this before, but I'm still often coming into touch with entrepreneurs who aren't 100% clear on this area of running their business. So let me dedicate an episode to giving you some clarity on this topic. So let me take you through the differing legal structures and how to pay yourself within each. So sole trader is the simplest business structure and common for starting out businesses. In this structure, essentially you are the business. You use your individual tax file number to lodge tax returns and the structure has unlimited legal liability, which means if things go wrong, you are personally liable should you get sued, for example. It follows that you don't need a separate bank account to operate this business structure. You can use, if you want, your personal bank account for your business transactions, though I highly recommend you don't do this and that you get a business bank account so that your bookkeeping is able to be done with ease. But in essence, you could just use your personal bank account because as I said, you are the business. Now, using your chosen bank account, you can put money in and take money out of your business as often as you like and in whatever amounts you like. Taking money out of your business is called drawings or owner drawings. And drawings sit on your balance sheet rather than on your profit and loss statement. And they have no bearing on the tax that you pay to the taxation office at year end or the ATO. So rather, the tax you pay under this structure is calculated based on your business profit, which is your revenue less your expenses. The ATO doesn't care how much money you put in or took out of your business during the year because it is not related to calculating your tax liability. This is by far the easiest structure for being free and not having to worry about cash or money as you put it in or out of your business. Now let's talk about a partnership. 
This is similar to a sole trader in that partners in a partnership can put money in and take money out of the business at their free will. Partnerships don't need a separate business bank account, but like any business, I would always recommend a business bank account so that your McDonald's transactions don't get mixed in with your zero subscription charges, for example. Again, like in a sole trader, taking money out of your business is called drawings or owner drawings. Drawings sit on your balance sheet rather than your profit and loss statement, and they have no bearing on the amount of tax that you pay. At tax time, the profit or losses of the partnership business are calculated as revenue, less expenses, and they are split between the partners and taxes paid on those earnings or tax losses are carried forward, if that's the case, in each of the partner's personal tax return. Okay, so now let's look at a company, and this is where things get a little more complicated. A company is a separate legal entity with its own Australian business number, Australian company number, and tax file number. A company is not you. It is separate from you. Even if you are the only shareholder and the only director, the company is separate to you. I really want to get that across. It's not like being a sole trader at all. This is really beneficial from a legal perspective as the owners of the company have limited liability where if something goes wrong, they aren't personally liable should they get sued. It follows that a company needs to have its own separate bank account in the name of the company, because remember the company is not you, and that you cannot put money in and take money out of this bank account like it's your own bank account or your own wallet. However, business owners do do these things, and I guess you can to a point, but you need to be mindful of the tax implications of doing these things because you're dabbling with the company's bank account, not your own. So where a shareholder or a director of a company uses company funds in some manner, these transactions are dealt with through loan accounts created on the balance sheet of the company. I always name these accounts director's loan and put the name of the director that it relates to in the account name. So in my business, it's director's loan, Rebecca Buchanan. The year end balance of this loan, which is probably 30 June if you're an Australian business, and the transactions in the loan account during the year are a point of focus for tax accountants and the tax office come tax time. I don't want to bore you with tax legislation details because I know, my listener, that's not what you're tuning in for. But I do want you to know that if you run a company, then it's worth knowing about Division 7A, which is part of the Income Tax Assessment Act of 1936. And this section dictates how directors' loans are dealt with to ensure that companies are not providing cash or other assets and profits to its owners in a tax-free manner. There are so many ins and outs of Division 7A and to go into detail is beyond the scope of this episode. But in a nutshell, if your director's loan account shows that you owe the company money at 30 June because you took money out of the company and you didn't pay it back before financial year end rolled around, then this loan could be treated as a deemed dividend and taxed very unfavorably in your personal tax return or whoever's tax return you loaned the money to. So if you loaned the money to a family member, for example, then it could be taxed unfavorably in their tax return. Deemed dividends are never a good thing and will always seek to be avoided by tax advisors for their clients. 
Given this, an alternative treatment to deal with the loan is to draw up a formal loan agreement between the company and the director or shareholder where interest and minimum yearly repayments will apply to pay back the loan to the company. As you can see, it's all a bit messy and complicated and ideally avoidable. So what is the best way to take money out of a company and pay yourself for doing the work of growing your business and showing up every day? The best way is setting yourself up as an employee and taking a weekly, fortnightly or monthly wage or salary where you withhold tax as you would for any other employee and pay super on it like you would for any other employee. This payment is a tax deductible expense for the company and your personal tax is withheld from the pay you take home every week or fortnight or however often you pay yourself so you don't get lumped with a surprising tax bill at year end. Just be mindful that as a company owner, you need to remember to save for this pay-as-you-go withholding tax amount, which will fall due in your activity statement, which usually will be every quarter for most small businesses, certainly that I deal with anyway. If you are already taking pay at the highest tax rate amount, which at the time of recording this episode is $180,000 per year in salary and you would like to take more money out of your company, then I would consult with your tax advisor on how best to do this. It will be a function of the profit of the company, the taxes paid by the company to date, and the cash flow of the company as to what the right foot forward is. A dividend might be an option, but not always. I would never recommend taking money out of the business in this situation without first getting tax advice. Here is what you should always keep in mind tax is going to be paid on money taken out of a company by someone or something at some point, be it you or the company. Okay. So just, I think commonsensically, which some business owners don't realize is if you're taking cash out of the business and it's not through payroll and it's not through a dividend, then essentially that's tax-free. But that's going to be pretty obvious come tax time when someone looks at the books and says, hey, tax wasn't paid on this, therefore tax needs to be paid on this and how are we going to get the tax paid? And if you're doing it via the director's loan account, it's going to be more unfavorable than if you did it more above board, more traditional and more by the books. It is worth noting, though, that if you put money into your business, like say if you're starting a company and there's no money in it yet because you haven't earned anything, so say you put, say, $20,000 over, you are allowed to take that $20,000 back because the company owes you money. So when the company becomes cash flow positive, you can take that $20,000 back, no problem. It's when you owe the business money that the problem arises. It's just worth distinguishing that, that you can take back money you've put in. Okay, so you might be feeling like a company structure is more trouble than it's worth given all the loan considerations I've just mentioned. So why would you run a company structure? As simple and easy as the sole trader structure sounds and even the partnership structure to a degree, the tax effectiveness of these structures reduces after a point. You may recall that a sole trader pays tax on the profit of their business at their personal tax rate. So a sole trader whose business returned a profit of $185,000, for example, will be paying tax at the highest personal tax rate, which is $51,000 plus 45 cents for each dollar over $180,000. You can find details about the current tax rates on the ATO website. 
A company structure, by contrast, has a flat rate of income tax, which is currently 25%. So the profit of a company is taxed at 25%, which is much lower than the sole trader example I just gave. Note that the company director likely took a salary or wage out of the company during the year which they paid personal tax on. And this amount in the associated super is a tax deduction for the company, thereby reducing the company profit and the tax payable on that profit. And so at year end, your tax advisor will look at the personal tax paid by the owner and the company tax to be paid on the company's profit and decide whether further money should be taken out of the business for the owner, should they want it, and in what format, be it via a bonus or a dividend, or perhaps it's decided it's best to leave the money in the business at that point in time. In this way, the company structure can be used to legally juggle taxes and get the best outcome for the owner of the company, more so than you can ever do with a partnership or sole trader structure. Not to mention, reasons for running a company structure could be just related to the legal benefits of doing so, or the growth plans of the business, or other elements not related to taking cash out. Okay, so in summary, the ways to take money out of your business are as follows. For a sole trader and partnership, you can take money out of your business with ease using whatever bank account you choose to do so, but I highly recommend having a separate business bank account for these transactions. When you see the transactions pop up in your accounting software, which I hope you have zero, you code these transactions as drawings when doing your bookkeeping. For a company, it's best practice to set yourself up as an employee if your business is cash flow positive, and then you can pay yourself like you would anyone else that you employ, where you withhold tax on the pay and pay superannuation on top of the earnings. If you do need to take extra money out of the company, make sure it's paid back by 30 June or consult with a tax accountant on the most effective way to take money out of the business per your circumstances. If you get caught by Division 7A owing your company money at financial year end, it is not going to be near as favourable for you tax-wise than if you had taken salary or wages or a bonus or a planned dividend out of the business and paid tax on these takeouts along the way. I hope that gives you a little bit of clarity around how you should be taking money out of your business or at least some questions that you might need to go away and ask according to your structure and your circumstances. I wish you a wonderful day and week and I will catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, I'd be so grateful if you left a review. If you're not already, please connect with me on Instagram. My handle is straightup underscore bookkeeping. And if you'd like to know more about how I can help you be successful in running your small business, please check out my website, straightupbookkeeping.com.au for details around my signature bookkeeping and zero course, Bookkeeping It Real, and also my done for you bookkeeping services. Thanks again and see you next week.